Amen. So let us stand on our feet. We are going to read from the book of Jude. Verse 3. Jude has one chapter. Then verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contain for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. You may be seated. Uh, I will call this uh, subject Contents of Pentecost. You see, when he talks of the faith that was once delivered to the saints, what is this faith? This faith is a Pentecost faith. In the seven church ages, Christ told one church that because you have kept my faith, so Brother Branham comes to reveal what that means. And he tells us that faith that Jesus calls his faith is the Pentecost of faith. Amen. Now, we know why. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against So there is a church that Jesus claims as his own. My church. Now what church is that? Is is it a Catholic church? Christ cannot claim Catholic church as his church. No. It has no similarity. It has no relation. It has no appearance. Jesus. The members drink, the members do anything. The doctrine, the worship, everything has no connection with Jesus. Can you imagine the, the, the disciples of Jesus praying to relics? Relics. They pray to the bones of the dead people. He's got a bone of Cecilia. Cecilia, pray for me. That Christ cannot claim as his church. Does Christ claim the Anglican church as his Anglican church? church? No. It has no connection. Is it the Seventh-day Adventist? Adventist. Those ones, we are all, always at loggerheads with him. You are broken Sabbath. So that is not his faith. 
That is not his. Neither the modern day Pentecostals. That is not his faith. Today, you find a woman dressed like like Angenwa. And you, you try to preach to her the gospel. To get saved. She said, hey, praise God, brother. I am saved. I'm born again. You're preaching salvation to her. She's showing you that she's already saved. That's why they call salvation. That is not Jesus' faith. Amen? Mm. What is his faith? What is his church? His church is the one he founded Pentecost. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And that church was established on the day of Pentecost. And that church is what wrote the book of Acts. And the doctrine of that church is what makes the New Testament. The episodes and uh, the gospels. All those were writings. Of that original first church. That is Jesus faith. And then the apostle tells us. Brethren. When I gave all diligence. Right unto you of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you. And exhort you. That you should honestly contend. Not even just contend but honestly. He gave all diligence. It was not a light thought. It was not a simple idea. He gave all diligence. There was a lot of seriousness. Maybe took time fasting and, and, and preparing to write to these people because of the danger he was seeing to write unto you of the Amen of, a, of the common salvation it was needful to exhort you that you should honestly contend Strive so much and to contend. To strive for the faith that was once given to the saints. Hallelujah! Man. If he's telling them to honestly contend, it means. 
this faith was under attack. It was under attack. And even the fourth verse, he gives the elements, the agents of evil who were coming to attack. He said, for the certain men, he didn't even call them brethren. But in another place, he called them false brethren. But here he became even more, more, more firm. He said, there are certain men who crept in unawares. Who were before of all ordained to this condemnation? These are ungodly men. Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. And denying the only Lord God. And our Lord Jesus Christ. But remember these men. Are already in our midst. They are called brethren. Yet they are not true brethren. They are false brethren. They are ungodly. They don't fear God. They preach grace. As a cover up. To sin. So please. God the first. Their aim. Their intent. Is to devour. Is to destroy the faith that was once delivered to the saints. What is that faith? Pentecost faith. Not Pentecostal denomination. Pentecost faith. The presence of God. The power of God. In the church. And the worship. That has no presence of God. The power of the Holy Spirit. Being in the church. The supernatural. Presence of God. Among the saints. That worship is not of God. And it has no godly effect on the people because salvation is a supernatural work you cannot save yourself God has to intervene to save you to take sin from your life to give you eternal life it is a supernatural work hallelujah Healing is a supernatural one. So anything that takes away that presence is an enemy's effort. Praise God. So the spirit calls upon the saints to contend for the faith. Contend. 
Mwakane. Fight. Mwane. Praise God. Come out and this way. So that faith is Pentecost. What is Pentecost? Pentecost. Pentecost is a day Lunaku. when the power of God came down. And on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, they were all in one one place. And in one accord. Suddenly. Uh, let me just read it. And when the door Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord. In one place. And suddenly there came. A sound from heaven. As a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house. Where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with new tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Awulnakura Pentecost Beruatuka Bonabariwamu Muchpochimu Amangwago Okumanekuba Muguru Ngempeo Euma Namani Nebaju Nebajuza and Yumba Yona Mwebari Batu De Nekurabika Kubo and Nimi Ngezo Muriro Ngazea Udemo Burilimi Nerutula Kumuntu Bonaneba Jura O Moyomutukuvu Nebatanula O Kogera and Nimi Indala Go Moyo Weabawa Okuzogera. Verse 12, and they were all amazed. The people who came who were attracted from around. They came gazing. Because those people went beside themselves. They were shouting. They were struggling like drunk men. Under the power of the Holy Ghost. They were speaking tongues. They were shouting. There was such an uproar. That rocked the whole city. And the people came. And they were gazing at them. And they said. They were. And they were all amazed. And we are in doubt saying. One to another. What means this? What does this mean? Oh hallelujah. Man. If that can repeat. In this place. Hallelujah. Amen. All, all of Zana, Zana yena. will be attracted here. And the people will be saying, What is this? Chino chichi. What means this? Chino, chino. Hallelujah. Man. Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter standing up. With the eleven, lifted 
up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drinking as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. That any shall come to pass. In the last day, say God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And of my servants, and of my maid servants, I will pour out in those days. My spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and saints in the earth beneath, bread and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Man. What is the name of the Lord? Jesus is the name. Jesus is the name. Jesus is the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. What a sermon that Peter preached. Hallelujah. Man. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you, by miracles and wonders and signs, which did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and for no for knowledge of God. He and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Whom God has raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. Do you hear the words of this man? Do you hear the utterance that he has? This is not a theologian. This is not a seminarian. He didn't get it from human understanding. This utterance is given him by the Holy Ghost. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you get the utterance. You get the power of speech. And now this man is under that power. Is the Holy Spirit speaking through him? Hallelujah. Man. Because this is quickening power. It is the Holy Ghost and fire that is on him. 
Praise God. For David speaketh concerning him. For David chapter 25. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. For he is before my right hand. That I, not, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my, therefore did my heart rejoice. And my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope. Because thou would not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer the holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David. That is both dead. And Baron and his sepulchre is with us. In other words, David was not speaking about himself. That he will not be allowed to see corruption. Because David saw corruption. But this who will not be left in hell. Who will not be left in the grave. Who will not see corruption. This was not David. This was Jesus Christ. But on the third day. He had to come out of the grave. Because beyond the third day. A human body will corrupt. So go Do not allow Christ To stay there More than three days Therefore being a prophet And knowing that God Had sown with an all to him That all the fruit of his loins According to the flesh he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He sing this before speak of the resurrection of Christ. That his soul was not left in hell. Neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus has God raised up. Whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore being by the right hand of God. And having received the. Of the father. The promise of the Holy Ghost. He has said for this. This. Which you now see. And here. Christ has said for this Christ, that you see and that you hear meaning the gospel of the Holy Spirit is a real article that you can see that you can hear these are not religious sacraments it's the power of God Oh, hallelujah. For David is not ascended into the heavens. But he said himself, the Lord, he said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand 
until I make thy foes thy footstools. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus whom ye crucified both Lord and Christ he has indicted them Peter is indicting them he crucified him but God has made him Lord and Christ full of the Holy Ghost. Now when they heard this they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do and Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and your children and all that are followed even as many as the Lord our God and with many words he testifies and exhorts saying save yourself from this untoward generation. This was the first gospel. It wasn't a gospel of naughtiness. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Not just partying. Come in our church. Come to our church. We'll put in a mask. We'll put in a band. We'll make your deco. We'll make you an asher. No! Save yourselves. No one is going to help you. Stop your naughtiness. You'll not help us. You help yourself. If you don't come, you perish. Save yourselves. People of this generation. They are stubborn. And they think coming to church. They are doing anyone favor. And when you, and when you, 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 you correct them. They quickly threaten. I will go to another church. Go. You are delayed to go. Save yourself. Save yourself. Repent or perish. 
You are not doing anyone favor. I didn't come to this kingdom to do anyone favor. I came to save my soul. Because I my life was in danger. Without Christ, without salvation, save yourself. Verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day we added unto them about 3,000 Hallelujah. Amen. This is how salvation began for these people here are the gospel and they know that baptism is supposed to be in the name of the Lord Jesus and they know that truth and they just promise one time I'll be baptized one time you'll see me come they are not worth of salvation and it's like they are waiting for Christmas day they are waiting for a ceremony they are not worth of salvation. By the way, the way we come to salvation, we must come in a way that God may have pity and mercy on us. Because you can come in such a way that he will not receive you. You must come in a way. God have mass upon me. A sinner. That is how they came in the beginning. And that is the way to come. Pass me no Lord and no Savior. Hear my humble cry. Well on that thou art calling. Do not pass me Have mass upon me. On the people who received the help from Jesus. There are people who came like that. Have mass upon me. On a sinner. Please don't pass me by. Without you. I am lost. That is the way to come. Praise God. Come on, tender this way. And they continued steadfastly. Nabo. Those three thousand when they came, they continued steadfastly. Give the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. You see there was fear. It was a moment of desperation. They were not coming to church to show their new dress. They didn't come there to church to show themselves. They came with fear. There must be fear of what God. We must fear. The Bible says, let us fear. Let the promise being left us of entering Israel. Every should come short of it. 
Let us fear. Let that promise that is still left for us of entering into his race that there will be one who will come short of it. And the Bible says, Seek him while he can still be found. Cry unto him as he's still near. There are those who will cry but will not hear. There are those who will seek him but they will not find him. But now, when it's still possible, now, when you can still be filled with the Holy Spirit, now, when you can still have eternal life, now, cry unto him. There was fear. It wasn't just issue of joining church. It wasn't something of enticing. It was an issue of fear. Lord, before you close the doors for salvation, have mercy upon me. Imagine one time the door will be closed. And the Bible says the righteous, they remain righteous too. And the sinner, sinner still. The sinner can no longer enter. And the righteous can no longer go out. If you be closed out in eternal darkness, and you can no longer pray or plead to be forgiven, where will you go? And that day is coming. There is a day coming. There is a great day coming. There is a terrible and dreadful day coming. Bible, the Bible says, it shall burn like an oven and the wicked shall completely be consumed and there shall be ashes under the feet of the righteous. That day of gloom and darkness, that terrible day, the Bible calls it a great and dreadful day of the Lord. And the Bible says the rich men will throw their monies in the streets and they cry to the mountains and they say, follow us and hide us from the wrath of God. But the redeemed will be safe. They will be safe in the bosom of Jesus Christ. So before that day comes, oh, pass me not to Savior. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and sins were done by the apostles. And all that believed we were together. And heard of things common. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men. As every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house, 
did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all men. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. This is Pentecost. Now, many times when we talk about Pentecost, People think of only the power. So that's why we are saying contents. Now, this was the original church. Hallelujah. And Brother Bram told us what God did at Pentecost is the standard. And it is the pattern. God has no any other pattern. God has no any other standard. Hallelujah. Now I want you to listen to this quote. I wish it could be said that the Sardian age was a restoration instead of a reformation. I cannot say that. The word does not call it a restoration. But certainly calls it a reformation. What is is he talking about here? When that church went, when that church was destroyed, by the Antichrist spirit which came through these men who crept in. That Antichrist spirit is what resulted into the denominational churches we From Catholicism then it produced all these Antichrist denominational groups. So, but God said, I will restore. So, in 1525, came Luther to try to resurrect, to bring back that which was lost. How did, the, how did it get lost? That original church, it went on gloriously until these men crept in like wolves in sheep's kings. They tried to destroy, to kill the church by changing their doctrine and claiming they are the vicars of Christ on earth. They are the holy fathers. They are the this and that. They are the world the priests that are standing between man and God. They try to change the doctrine. But the spirit of God defeated them. So when they could not turn them from the true faith through the Sabuto approach, they started killing them. They burnt them. They fed them to lions. They persecuted them. And it was terrible. History says 
History says they would surround them, get them, take them around the village. Naked. They bring them back. They peg them on logs. And then they release dogs to tear them. Finally, through all that torture, they kill them and refuse anyone from burying them. So that whoever looks at that reproach will fear to accept Christ, will fear to believe with these people. But still, Nayera, the church continues. But that, through that constant persecution and murder, they kind of suppressed the church. And then that force. Christianity accept the authority and claim the authority, the position of the true church. But in 1525, Luther stood protested the system and the just shall live by faith. And some people, the elect of that age, they came out. So, that was not restoration. That was reformation. It was a great step into the recovery of the church. But it was no restoration because restoration means bringing something back to that original estate or condition. But suddenly caused it a reformation. Had it been restoration, that age would have been another Pentecostal age. In other words, we can only claim it is restoration when we experience a Pentecostal age. But it was not. The better could be said of it was strengthen that which remains that is ready to die. There was something missing. My, yes, that certainly was. This age had justification. But it missed sanctification. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is what God's original plan was. That is what they had at Pentecost. They were justified. They were sanctified. And we are filled with the Holy Ghost. At Pentecost. But this was only justification. Justification is no full restoration. You have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Be justified. Then you have to be sanctified. 
sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. Why listen to me? The reason for being justified and sanctified is to the end that you might be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Let that point not pass you by. What is justification? It's when you believe the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. According to the scriptures, when you do that, you are justified. What is justification? What does it mean? It means released from guilt. But the reason for that is that you you may be, you might be sanctified. What is sanctification? Is being cleansed and set aside for sanctification. Amen. When you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, it is like a glass that has been picked out of the dust. But the dirt of the dustbin is still there. You are in church, but you're still full of lust. You're still full of uh, music of the world. You still love miniskirts. You may not put them on because you fear the brethren, but in your heart, you like them. You like them. If you have a chance to go to a place where brethren are not, you will wear them. You still have a taste for alcohol, for smoking. You can even hide and sip a little of the you sip a little of the alcohol. Or you try to quench. The age for nicotine with some smoking. You are justified. But you are still dirty. And God cannot use you. When you are still like that. He still has a work. To do on your life. He washes you with the blood of Jesus Christ. Through the preaching of the word. Every time you come to the church, you get sanctified, you get washed by the preaching of the word that comes with anointing. And finally, you get filled with the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the filling of that vessel so that it can be used. Imagine if this bottle was once in dustbin and then it was picked and then washed and cleaned. They, they could not fill it with content when it was still dirty. They had to wash it first. No, that is you, the sinner. God cannot fill you with the Holy Spirit when you are still dirty. He has to wash you first. And after washing you, then he fills you with the content. That content is the Holy Spirit. And then you're sealed. And then you are used. Hallelujah. That's why now I can drink from this bottle because it is fully redeemed and filled. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So the purpose 
justice for being justified is that you may be sanctified. And the purpose for being sanctified is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you are sealed to your day of redemption. Why listen to me? The reason for being okay, that's that's that that is the reason that there is a church. It is the temple of God filled with God, even the Holy Ghost. The same spirit that was in Jesus while he was on earth, causing him to do these mighty works, which came back on the door of Pentecost so that they did the works that he did. This age did not have those works. Which age? The Sardian church age. The Lutheran church age. Although it was a good age of justification, but it didn't have these works. Oh, they had the written word. But not the revealed word. This was the reformation period. But fear not little flock. God said I'll restore. And this reform was going to be the start of it. Of the reformation. He was going to, according to his promise, take the church back from the depth of Satan in the dark ages to the depth of God that they had at Pentecost in the first few years of the existence of the church. We see two depths in the dark ages, in the fortress age, God tell them that there are those who had known the depth of Satan. But now God is taking them from that to know the depth of God. What is the depth of God? Is what they had at Pentecost. That is the depth of Are we together? Hallelujah. So what is the will of God for us? To go back to what they had at Pentecost. That is the church of God. And even in these last days, that is the church that God is looking for. It is the church that God is building. It is the church that God is doing. Not denominations. No. There is a church that is seeking. That's why he said. Lest I come and smite this earth with a curse, I will send you like that prophet and will return the heart of the children to the fathers. But when the time I will come, if I come and there are these things that I see that are the ones that exist, I will hit this world with a curse. And that's why you see, I like Speaking about this church, the original church. Hallelujah. If the branch came forth 
on the day of Pentecost and brought forth a church of that type they went to the world. The branch of what? Jesus said, I'm the true vine. And the branches. So now the first branch brought forth a church of that type. They went all the world. Saints and wonders followed them. Everywhere. Not saints and wonders that we would call today but the day when they went forth they preached everywhere they baptized the people over again in the name of the Lord Jesus they cast out devils they healed the sick they had the victory from beginning to the end and if your church tradition has taught you contrary to that let's go back to the beginning where we left it and let's produce here tonight members of the church like the beginning who had brotherly love for one another we are beginning now to look at the content it was not only the power of God Hallelujah. Mm. When we talk about Pentecost, yeah, we're, we're not about talking it. about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And, and fire, not only that, but all the conditions, all the state that they had in the beginning. Why? They had brotherly love one for another. Laid down their lives for one another. Men and women. Who love one another. Such divine love. Till they go to penitentially. Oh to the gallows. Or to the gallows for for each other. That's the original church. Hallelujah. That is the condition they were in. Gallows. And you got the gallows for your brother's sake. Some of you can go the gallows for your child's sake. But not for your brother's sake. You can go at the gallows for your biological brother. Some of you are few. But not for these brethren here. But these ones. They would go to the gallows for their brethren. For their brothers. Though I understand all mysteries of God. See, and still, though I could do it and have no charity. I am nothing. See, I can go nowhere yet. See, the main thing is love. Love God and humble yourself with it. Now, surely, 
After all these years, on the field and around the world, oh, I like this quote. I've read it before. And seeing different people, I ought to know a little bit about the gate to enter in art. Gate. And if you want to get somewhere with God, never let an arrogant spirit ever come around you. Don't let no malice come in. No matter what anybody does. If they are wrong, don't you never build up a complex against that person. Be sweet and kind. Remember, God loved you when you were in sin. No matter what they have done. Oh, praise God. No matter what that brother has done. No matter what that sister has done. Never you ever build a complex. There are people who have complexes. About one another. And they profess to be Christians. And they are individuals that they have complexes about. That they don't feel free with. That they have a grudge in their hearts. That they cannot blend with. That they cannot shake looking into the eyes. They cannot shake hands looking into the eyes and say, God bless you. That they cannot say that they cannot call precious brother. That they cannot call precious sister. If you're the, that kind of a person, you are in danger of hell. Anybody, and a brother, and a sister, no matter. You listen, no matter what he did, no matter means no matter. No matter covers your case. No matter covers your issue. No matter what he no matter what see remember you also God call you when you are a sinner you were never wrong and you were never right the works of the flesh are manifest they are these. And the Bible says they are murder, idolatry, violence, emulations. So look at that list. That's the works of the flesh. You had that. Unless you're telling me you are not a man of the flesh. But as long as you're of the flesh, you, are, you were a murderer in nature. 
You were a witch by nature. You were an adulterer by nature. You are an idolater by nature. Hallelujah. Man. Therefore, Christ had mass on you and he served you. You were a liar by nature. Now, if Christ had pity and mass on you and he served you, cover that same blanket with another one who you think is wrong. No matter. Sin songa. I wish I can get enough voice. No matter. Sin songa. You people who have negative attitudes about anyone, especially anyone who professes to be a Christian, you are in danger. You are in danger. Jesus yes. told us of a man who is boss owed a lot of money. And he got him and he took him to the law enforcers. But when he was about to deliver him there. He pleaded. Said, have mercy upon him. Because he was to be sold with his family. He pleaded. And he was forgiven. When he was going back, he met another one. He owed some, some fraction of what that he has. He, he got him by the neck. See you. It's because of people like you. That I was going to be sold. With my family. Let us go. I'm taking you. The man pleaded. Please. 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 I will pay. Please. Have no. It's because of you. That, that we are suffering. And he put him in. And his fellow servants. When they learned of it. They went to the master. You know so and so. You just forgave him the other day. But now he has put so and so in. And he could not listen. He could not hear to, the, to all the apologies and repentance and pleadings. Then God the master said, What? This man that had forgiven. He cannot even forgive his fellow servants. And he told him, bring him to me. Take him in. He'll never come out. Until when he has paid all that he owes me. For me, I forgave him. But he cannot forgive others. It's very bad that we, we, we forget. Amen. 
So yes, and Jesus said that's what will happen to everyone who won't forgive his brother from his heart. God loves you, loved you when you were in sin. You find people have complexes and grudges and yes and yes. They never forget. Yes and yes. They put them on a, on a bad page. On a black page. Why did Jesus teach us? Yes, when he was teach us, teaching us prayer. He taught us to pray like this. Yes, forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive. Those who trespass. Let me ask you. When you go to God, to in, prayer, to God in prayer. Do you ask him to forgive you? How many Prayed God to forgive them yesterday. Just yesterday. You prayed God to forgive. How many in the course of the week you have asked God to forgive you? Every one of you. So that means you also make mistakes. And you, you want God to forgive you. So you should have prayed. Lord, forgive me for this. As I forgive Swan so for what he did to me. If you're praying to be forgiven, make sure in your heart you have no anybody you have an issue with. Amen. No matter what. Don't you tell me. Pastor, you don't know what it feels. You don't know, you don't know how it hurt me. That is covered by no matter. This is the word of God. No matter what. Others say, yeah, I forgive her. I forgave her. But I lost the trust. That is no forgiveness. If God told you, I forgave you, but I don't trust you. Would you appreciate such forgiveness? I want God to forgive me and to trust me as his child. And even trust me with the bosom of the Holy Spirit. But not I forgive but not trust. And if the spirit of God is in you, you love the other person when he is in wrong. Amen. Oh my. Hallelujah. Amen. When he is in wrong. And Jesus said, if you only love the good people, even publicans do that. Even the drunkards do that. 
Even thieves and murderers and evil people, even unbelievers, they love the good people. But what shows that you are a child of God is to love those people who are not good. Those who are in wrongs, those who are in mistakes. Love the other person when he's in wrong. See? Just pray for them and love one another. Above everything, love God and love one another. And be humble with God around one another. And God will bless us. It's hard telling what he will do. If the church has love in it. I'm happy these days you call it speckled bad family. Yes. That's right. Truly speckled bad family. We are speckled bad family. We are a family. Fair family. Oh, brothers and sisters. Yeah, brother never sister. Real brothers and sisters. But brother never sister, but namadala. Full of love. Full of, full of feelings for one another. Oh, praise God. How attended this way? Usually when a church begins to get in numbers and get to getting a little bigger or something like that, then they get away from that real thing. Do you know what brought these things to pass? When I first started and the Lord appeared to me down on the river, and told me that. And brother Vale saw that. I believe in the paper in Canada. Many years ago. Where that angel of the Lord appeared on the river down there. It was on Associated Press. It was reading mystic light of a local minister while baptizing. That is the revival where the pillar of fire came down and the voice said, as John the Baptist was sent to Foran, the first coming of my son, your ministry shall Foran. And you know, and you know what is that? When we had the tent meetings just across the street, a tent that seated about oh, 2,500 people. Ministers came from everywhere. And said, Brother Branham, come here a minute. I was just a boy, like, oh, just a kid. And said, how do you keep those people in one accord? They love one another. Till I haven't seen people love one another. That's the Lord. That's what this church was established upon. That's what this church that godly brotherly love one for one another. 
I seen them even seconds with one another leaving the place. And cry like babies. To leave one another. They loved one another that well. The saints in Branham Tabernacle. After the service, service as when they are separating, they would embrace one another and cry because they are going to leave one. Another. That is what Pentecost looks like. And I could go to their houses to visit. And times the Bible was laying open and stand with tears. Coming at night time. Where fathers and mothers were gathered together. And their little children around on the floor. Kneeling around and fathers and mothers on their knees. Crying and praying. And stand at the door and wait and wait and wait. And they didn't stop praying. I just sit down on the streets and, and start praying myself, waiting for them. And they loved, they loved one another. They loved, we used to stand and sing that old song. Blessed be that tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. The fellowship of kindred mind is like to that above. When we are sand apart, it gives us in what pain. But we shall still be joined in heart. And hope to meet again. I say this with great joy in my heart to Christ. Many of them are sleeping around in these graves marked tonight. Waiting for that great resurrection. Where we'll meet together again. Let not that spirit ever depart from this place. If it ever does, then I don't care how eloquent your pastor might be. How well he might bring the word of God. The spirit of God is grieved away. When we can have things in fellowship, in common, and love one another, then God will work with us. And we are keeping time. And people can come by and say, if you want to see a church that's really humble, a church that really loves God, drop in up there at that tabernacle. And watch them. Not if you want to look at people who dress neatly. Not if you want to watch people who have powerful cars. Not if you want to watch people who have wonderful talents. All that is good. But it is nothing if it is not on this, holding on this post. 
Singabibira tebi nyueleza Obanga tebi zimbidua kuchino Look and care How they love one another The respect uh, When the gospel is being preached How reverent How everything is just in order Yes they can Look and see what time we are living. You will see the Spirit of God moving among you. Great signs and wonders. And things will be taking place. Praise God. Don't forget now. If. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I don't need to. All that. Mm hmm. Now, Ati. just say, had a message Sunday night from Brother Hidaya that how we must confess our faults one to another and pray, pray one for another that we might be healed. Look at our church. They love one another. They care for one another. They feel for one another. They miss one another. And here scripture comes in John. In James. Pray for, confess your faults one to one to another. That is James 5.14. That, that we might be healed. See? See? What we must confess our faults one to another. Before even we come for healing. Confess our faults one to another. And pray one for another. See that's exactly what was, that, what he was talking about tonight. Brings back the Beatitudes in Mark 16. Look at Jesus, nothing but one band of love. Do you know what? I have no problem confessing my faults to Jesus. Because he loves me. How can I confess my fault to you? If you don't love me. Would you confess your faults to someone who doesn't love you? He's going to use them against you. He's going to circulate them in the church. How can you tell someone I'm being disturbed by a spirit of this. I'm in danger. I'm vulnerable. I'm oppressed by the devil. It causes me to do this, this, this. Pray for me. If that person is not a real Christian, what shows they are not real Christians is when they don't have that love, that concern. That they can pray for you and fast for you and take it before God and it ends there. Some people, when they know a weakness in another life, 
You're sure it's going to secure the whole church. Balinga network za sitani. They are like the devil's network. Now there we can have a church. And we sing so well. And the word is preached so well. And with talents, I mean, among us. And God is not there. And we are not reaching anywhere. Why? There is no love. That's a sign that we don't have God. Love is a sign that you have God. If you love someone, you don't want people to think evil about them. You want him to be seen well by the people and they think good about him. You want them to have a good thought about him. Hallelujah. If, if you have someone and you find something that in him, Somewhere. Maybe his son or a child smeared mucus on him. You take him by the side and you find a way of cleaning him so that others don't see it. And you help him. And you say, Isn't it? But if you start, eh, look, see. Is that love? Uh, this is very serious. The spirit of rumor mongering and the spirit of backbiting it is of the devil and the children of the devil promote it and God is never happy with it and God is not happy with you when you have it. You must have a right attitude about God's people and talk good things about them and promote the good side of them. If there is any of them that has a problem, Got that person. That's why some of you are not never spiritual. That's why some of you are never filled with the Holy Spirit. And even those of you who claim to have it, that's why you don't have it. You don't have it. You cannot have the Holy Spirit and you, can, you accommodate any conversation, any talk that is negative about a brother or sister. Because that tongue that talks about others is a murdering tongue. It is equivalent to murder. And murderers have no place in the kingdom of God. And murderers are children of Cain. Who killed his brother. And he said he's not his brother's keeper. You can be surprised. In the church. When there is a network. 
Some of us never know. But sometimes we break into the network. And you get surprised. That they are agents of. Who take news around. And there is nothing in anyone's life. That they don't know. And they are the ones who knows which sister is dating, being dated by who, and which relationship is bad, and which relationship is good, and who dropped to who, and who is now dating who, and who now does this and that, and what so so did, and what so 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 did, and what is happening between so and network of Satan. And you are the Murongoti. Ngagwe Murongoti. The master. Ogutambuza. Amaolide. And you're the master that moves the news around. If you are a child of God, come out of that. Satan's network. You got to dislike and to hate that. Come out of that. You don't have God. Tolina Beloved, Abagarwa. let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God. That is scripture. And knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. You open your Bible, read there. First John 4, 7 and 8. If you, a Christian, feels bad to hear something that brings down that demotes another person. You even feel bad to hear it. You don't want to hear it. But if you enjoy to hear that and even take it there is something wrong. You are not born again. If you enjoy and you become friends with those who are born again, Satan is masts. There is something wrong with you. If you're a Christian, you ought to rebuke them. They ought to feel uncomfortable with you. And if they can't change, you even exit their group. Is that what you say, beloved? Let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God. And knoweth God. 
He's a loveth not. Knoweth not God. For God is love. Beloved. If you have King James, you know it's word by word. He that loveth is born of God. And knows God. Brother Abraham told us, if you have nothing good to speak about a brother, don't speak. If you're opening your Good size of the mouth. To speak about a name of any brother or sister. Brother or sister You're opening it to speak good. But if you're opening it to speak negative. Keep it close. It does not edify me. I don't want to hear it. Jesus was just a band of love. He was God manifested. God expressed himself through him. No wonder miracles and things happen. His humble life and concentrated life to become from being God to be a man here on earth to express God through himself. That's what made him what he was. Some apostles came and said, What about that one? What will he become? And Jesus said, How does it concern you? How does his issues concern you? Imagine, would you go to Jesus' room among Now everybody wants to be loved. I tell you the truth, I do. I want God to love me. And I want the people to love me. That's exactly the truth. And if God loves me, then the people will love me. And if I love his people, then he will love me for doing it. How many want God to love them? Here is the trick. Here is the formula. Love God is people. God will love me. God will love you. For, for doing it. God would rather I'd love you than love him. I love him. Oh, I love Jesus. God would say, I, I would rather you love him than love me. No, he's bad. He did this to me. He did this. He did this. He would say, you also did this to me. 
You also did this and I forgive you. If you want me to love you, love him. And I will love you for doing it. If you put there for God and you say you decide between you <laughs> and brother Sanso, who should I love? You, you, you task God. God decide. I either love you or I love him. I don't love you. God will tell you. Love him. Than to love me. Remember we've had no matter what they did. Did you know that? I would rather you love my boy back there. No matter what you say about me. Do you see love has something about what you say? I'd rather you love that boy than what you say about me. I want you to love my children. Praise God. May I have a single child? I would you love my child. Do you know it's very, very evil even if the child of your pastor had a mistake for you to start talking and ditching them and looking them down. Do you know that is very evil? You don't love your pastor if you can do that. Even my wife. You cannot say you love me. And you despise, you abuse, you talk about my wife. That's no love. You don't have love, you don't have respect, you don't understand God. Well, I'm not uh, choosing anyone because that is not there among you. have not heard about anyone talking ill of my daughter or my, my wife. I've not heard it. But I'm preaching. I'm preaching generally. The principles. No, no. I want you to love my children. And any father would think like that. So Father God thinks the same thing. For he said, in so much as you have done unto the least of these my little ones, you have done it unto me. Whatever you do for them, these little ones of mine, you've done it unto me. So if you want to love God, just start loving all of his children. All. All. 
And remember, jukira, the way you treat them is the way he treats you. Not only here, but even after here. Say, I was naked, you clothed me. So enter in. I was naked, you didn't close me. I was a stranger. And you didn't take me in. Therefore, out. The way there will be a tit for tat. tit for tat. And not because of the way you treated God as eh, Jesus, I treat you the no. The way you treated his children will be called to remembrance. The way you treat God is children. Those who profess his name. You may think they are too evil. You may call them any kinds of names. You may think they are not even converted. They are not even saved. God has never given you that responsibility. As long as they profess to be God is children, they are God is children. And you're not the judge. You don't know who is the seed of God and who is the seed of the But as long as they come in the name of believers, it will be remembered one day. The way you treat them. So if you want to love God. Just start loving all. Of his children. And God will reward you. If you just love his children. That shows the love of God is in you. Jesus said. This is the way. That all the people. Know that you are my disciples. That you are my yes disciples. You are children of God. And pass from death unto life. When you have love one for another. Then you will know it. That not because you can have a big church. That's alright. Not because that you have a lot of fine ministers come by. That's good too. But it's because that you have love one for another. And the original church they loved one another. Praise God. They continue daily in fellowship. They love the fellowship. If you find a church on Wednesday, they attend. On Sunday, they have said 10. On Sunday, there are 100. There's a problem with such a place. Pentecostal people of the book of Acts. They continued daily in fellowship. A man or a woman who doesn't love fellowship. 
That is not a Christian. Never be deceived. A Christian. You know, you are known by what you eat. What you enjoy. Amen? The appetite in you shows who you are. Some uh, some bacterias in the lab, the lab people, the lab technicians, they, they detect them by putting there some kind of a substance. And then they see the concentration. How they rush there. And they know this, this disease is that. That is very true. I'm speaking that from a knowledge that I got from a doctor. And you also. What attracts your soul. Is what shows what's inside of you. You cannot know that the children of God are at the church and they are feasting on the word of God. No And you stay at home. And you go at work. And you deceive us that you love God. That in you there is the life of God. The life of God has food that it enjoys. Fellowship. It eats fellowship. That life eats the word of God. If that life is in you, you cannot, uh, you cannot bear it. In my house, there are ants. ants. When you look here, you cannot see them. The house has tiles. You cannot see those black ants. Yesterday I was cutting my nails. And the nails But the tiles so they came around. If you want to know that those black ants are there, you drop something like that. Or kill a cockroach and put it down there. In a few minutes you'll see them flopping that place. Wherever they are, they will come out. And Jesus also said, Where the carcass is, the eagles gather. If you are an eagle, let the carcass be put here. The eagles will gather on the day of the carcass serving. The eagles will have to be there. Because that is their nature. That is their food. Whether it is tired, it has been the office the whole day. But Friday is an overnight. There is a prayer meeting. The eagle cannot go home. If you want to take the eagles, we'll find them there. The vultures will go wherever they belong. But the eagles will be where the carcass is. And they continue in one place. In one 
and continue in prayer. And they lived their life. Contents of Pentecost. God bless you. Let us stand on our feet. You get a name come. Speak to the Lord.
If you've been a kind of a person who has been speaking about others, don't you go to that person and say, I spoke this about you, forgive me. You will hurt them instead. You'd rather go to the one you spoke to and say I'm sorry I did wrong to talk to you about so and so what we did was of Satan was evil God is not happy with that forgive me for bringing such things to you and defiling you I should have gone to him or to her than to come to you. But don't go to the person you talked about. He's innocent of your poison. So save them the trouble. And go before God and Seek forgiveness. Heavenly Father, we need Pentecost, Lord. And we don't want anything short of it. All that they had there. All the Spirit of God did in their life. The doctrine. The love. The zeal. The miracles. The signs, the wonders. The feelings they had for, for one another. The unity of purpose. The unity of spirit. The zeal, the commitment. Lord, we want it all. Make us true. Make us real. Make us genuine. Forgive all our sins. Have mass upon us. We have wronged you. When we wronged one another. 
When we harbored complexes about one hour and feelings about one hour. Lord, we hurt you. When we hurt your children, we hurt you. When we talk about your children, your beloved, when we despise them, when we we are negative about them, we hurt you, Lord. Please, Father, have mercy upon us and forgive us and help everyone here that is guilty to change and to never go back to that. Let those uh, networks of the enemy be dismantled. And let them be thrown into the fire. Let them be destroyed. That the enemy will lack any network to operate through. You told us we should never even have a, a wrong thought about one another. Father, help us. Help every individual here. Anyone with a need for healing, like you're sick in the body, raise your hand. Raise your hand properly. Let the one next to you lay hand upon you. If he's a believer, if you're a believer and there is someone who was raised, lay your hand upon them. You should believe that one who has laid a hand upon you. If you believe what the Spirit has just spoken to us, because he's God, his child. And you is laying a hand on that person. You are laying a hand on God his child. Therefore. With all concern. With all love. Let us pray. Heavenly Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Depending on. The infallible word of God. That says these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. And we are your children. We may be weak. But we are your children. We may have many mistakes. But we are your children. Upon the basis, Lord, that we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ to be our appropriation. Lord God, upon the basis, we are your children and we lay hands upon one another. And we pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Christ, that you touch them Lord. With your power. 
I rebuke Satan every demon that is in the bodies of these God's people to cause them be sick to destroy their health Devil, you are a trespasser and intruder. You have no right. Therefore, with the authority of God's word, I rebuke you and cast you out of the bodies of God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Father, that you tell them, Lord. Restore their health. Give them strength. Heal them, Lord. Let the pain go. Let every sickness leave. Let them regain their strength and health. Thank you, Father, for healing them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.